Hey, what's up, you guys? You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie. And I'm your host, Taylor. Today, we are talking about sorority recruitment. So Taylor and I both went through sorority recruitment, but we have very different experiences. So Mm -hmm. we're just going to take two episodes this week and talk about both of our experiences just to kind of give you guys a little bit of a different feel with both sides of it at a bigger school and at a little bit of a smaller school at a private school versus public school someone who actually joined a sorority someone mm, who, someone who didn't. didn't it should be a Lots blast of things yes you're getting all the views here and we're just going to jump right into it and you're going to get kind of an inside look into what my rush experience was like and if you guys like these episodes and you want to know what it's like from the recruiter side let us know and maybe we'll do that episode too Okay, so this episode, we're going to be talking about Taylor's recruitment process. So as you guys know, we are juniors in college. So for Taylor, this happened her freshman year. For me, it happened my sophomore year. So also a different side coming from that one as well. So Taylor, just give us an overall, like, how'd you feel going into sorority recruitment? So for me, sorority recruitment was something like, completely unheard of for me and my family. I was the first female in my family to go to college, let alone join Greek life. So I was not a legacy. I didn't know anything about Greek life. Like I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, this has been a really cute thing I've seen on my Pinterest my whole life. Like I want to do it. And what was different about my recruitment experience than maybe someone's recruitment experience at the University of Alabama is I go to a smaller Christian school. I go to Stanford University, which it's still crazy that they have as they have they have six sororities there, which is actually a lot based off like student population, and they're like pretty large sororities. There's like 200 people in a sorority, oh, which wow. is like mid-level school size sororities. Mm-hmm. Like they're pretty they're huge, <laughs> um, especially for Stanford. So definitely my experience going through recruitment is a little bit different then like yours would be going through like a huge state school Mm -hmm. but all in all all recruitment experiences have a lot of parallels Mm -hmm. so what was your view of it going beforehand were you terrified were you excited just coming with the different not really knowing anything about it how did you go into the process so prepping for recruitment I did nothing and (laughs) I don't know. I just, for some reason, I didn't really feel inclined to, like, really prep myself. Like, I got recommendation letters. That was probably the extent of me prepping for recruitment. And then Mm -hmm. towards school starting, I'd watch, like, the Samford Greek Life Instagram stories. And they would, like, talk about different outfits and things like that. But nothing in general that I was, like, really, like, prepping. Like, for one thing, what a lot of people do is they look up the sororities beforehand Mm-hmm. And may I just say, I mean, it's different. Virtual, this is different. However, for my experience, there's this thing called Greek Rank. If you don't know about it, don't look it up. Like, this is not an ad- like a advertisement to tell you to do this. But there's this thing called Greek Rank, and people are able to, like, write their comments about certain Greek houses. 
And they couldn't be more than false because the people who are writing it are either the people in the sorority and they love it. So that's like a five star. Or there's people who didn't get into that sorority or I don't know. They have problems with that sorority and they're going bad stars. Or their girlfriend was that sorority and they just broke up bad stars. Like (laughs) there's no actual weight. Like no one goes through their recruitment experience and it's like, wow, I got dropped by this house. But they're just an amazing, outstanding group of women. No one's doing that. So Greek rank is garbage. So don't look at that up. (laughs) However, for all my virtual girlies out there. Instagram is going to be your best friend, and here's why. I didn't follow or look at any of the sororities' Instagrams beforehand, so I was kind of clueless. So literally, on philanthropy round, which we'll get into the different rounds later, I, like, cold turkey, like, met all the sororities and, like, let them show me their personalities, like, decorations, their outfits, meeting the girls. Like, it was, like, a whole experience, which I loved because Mm -hmm. there was no, like, vibe that I had beforehand. But with y'all going through virtual recruitment, I 100% recommend that you go through Instagrams because I checked before we record this episode to like look at the different sororities Instagrams just at Sanford. And I was like, they're kind of accurate. Like Mm -hmm. looking at like the personalities, I was like, honestly, like just in a vibe sense. Right. Now, some of you might be listening to me talking and being like, you're crazy. What do you mean sororities have vibes? (laughs) They do. They definitely do. They do. I did that a lot before going into it. I would, like, creep on girls. I'd follow a lot of girls, too, mm -hmm. and just see that. But it does give it, like, a general understanding of what these girls kind of are like, what they post about, what they enjoy doing on the weekends. Okay, that's another good thing is the sorority page in and of itself, a lot of them are the same. It's these candid pictures of girls looking like they're literally having the time of their life, like, one girl's, like, leaning on a chair in Greece, and the next picture is, like, her and her sisters throwing her sign, like, on the top of a mountain, like, and it just, like, looks at this perfect curated feed all with, like, the mm-hmm. best Lightroom filter ever. That's what they all are. Like, if you really look at them, that's just what they are. Yeah. But the secret is, is go and look at who they're tagging, like, the people yes. in them, and then look through their Instagrams, because then you're just getting a vibe of the type of girls that they've recruited in the past, and, like, mm-hmm. who the sorority is as a whole. You know, so definitely this year, I mean, if I was going through recruitment, I would be stalking the girls probably like once school started, once I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to like think about this, but right, that is definitely a tool I would utilize. Mm -hmm. Did you have like a set? I know a lot of people going into recruitment are like, I want this house a hundred percent or I really don't want this one because I already know they kind of have have a bad rep. Did you, again, you don't have to say specific shorties, but did you kind of go into it thinking like that or not at all so I went into it only being familiar with one sorority like like I said I knew nothing about Greek life so there was one sorority which is 80 pi which is what I am that I just like recognized the letters I knew someone personally that was an 80 pi and that was about it so I was just kind of like oh like I, I know something about this one like Sure, but I definitely did not go into it being like, I have to be an 80 pie. Right. Um, it turned out like that, but not because I had this, like, preconceived notion. Actually, after philanthropy round, I was like, oh, my gosh, I love this one. I like this one. Like, honestly, my heart – I mean, we'll get into, like, pref rounds and, like, my experience. But, like, I was really torn about, like, where I was going to go. Mm-hmm. So, no, I did not pre-decide. And I think pre-deciding is really unhealthy because a lot of times it doesn't work out that way. Right. Right, absolutely. And then you get let down early a lot of the times. Yeah, and it just puts a bad taste in your mouth about the whole experience. Well, I mean, oh my gosh, this is such a mouthful. Like, there's a lot to say about recruitment. It's just 
you can't really control what happens. Like, okay. it, you just, you have no control over it. You can't control how the girls vote. You don't even understand how the girls vote. I didn't realize until I was on the other side of it how voting worked. And afterwards, I remember being like, how did I even get into this sorority? Like, <laughs> what the heck? Based on the because voting. it's just better for you to just not know because it's way too stressful to think about as a PNM. I kind of want to know. I'm definitely asking you after how all that works because okay. I'm excited. <laughs> well, there's only so much I can tell you because, you know, sisterhood and I, you know, 85. But I'll tell you what I can. Okay. So next going into the actual process of getting there, getting into the houses, what was that experience like starting from the morning you wake up, getting dressed, what you put on? So what Samford does, which is different than a lot of schools which, honestly, I don't think I like it. But they do delayed recruitment. So, mm-hmm. essentially, you go to school for, like, two weeks and then you rush. And their idea – recruit. I don't know. Go through recruitment. You're not allowed to say rush. Um, and the idea of that is so that your whole life isn't your sorority the second you walk on campus. Like, you have to make other friends. You have to do other things without letters. Right. Which, on paper, sounds really great. But you're also doing it while you're going to classes. Mm-hmm. So, you would have class all day get out, run to your dorm room, beat your face, throw on a dress, curl your hair, all the things, and then, like, sprint up to sorority quad to rush. That was really overwhelming. And then you're voting and doing everything really late at night. Then you also still have homework. It's just too much to balance, and it's also really emotional week. Mm-hmm. Like, I just – girls were just crying all week, so that's hard to do when you still have to go to class. Oh, I'm sure. I remember hearing before, like, I went through recruitment, how, like, emotional it is. And I was like, that's stupid. Like, that's so dumb. It's literally a sorority. Why are people crying over this? But yes, it's so true. It is emotional. So many tears. So many tears. But to answer the question about what to wear for virtual recruit, I'm trying to, like, give specific advice for virtual because that's what everyone's going to be doing. Mm -hmm. Virtual recruitment. Here's the tips. I'm sure you've, like, seen this somewhere. We've been Zooming since March. So now it's just like you need to kind of hack the Zoom system. And you need to, in your dorm, find a nice place. I don't know. I honestly have no idea where they're going to be Zooming from. I assume their dorm. Mm-hmm. That would make the most sense, right? They right. Probably somewhere. where like, yeah, probably their dorm because they'll have Wi-Fi there. Yeah. And free yes, Wi-Fi. I honestly, I have no information. I have literally zero information and I'm an active and I probably should know these things, but I don't. Find a good spot. Nice angle. Your shirt, you don't have. You can wear sweatpants. That's the best thing ever. You sweat your butt off in in-person recruitment. You're wearing yes. heels. You're uncomfortable. Your hair's flat. Your throat hurts. Like it, you're carrying all this stuff. You're stressed. You're sweating. You're emotional. Like it's kind of nice that you can sit in your bed in sweats and like breathe. Get a snack if you want a snack. Like yeah. take a nap in between parties if you have time. Honestly, dream life. But. Where you can just like wear like a nice top. Okay, I'm gonna give you guys the ultimate hack. At least at Samford, and I've seen a lot of pictures. Like for example, the color of pref for a lot of sororities is white. Like that's what girls just wear. It's just mm-hmm. like a thing. And at least for 80 Pi, girls wear black. You want to stand out, and you don't want to look like you're one of the girls in like the room. So, and you want people to be able to remember you based off what you're wearing. And I know that that sounds like super superficial. It has nothing to do with like how you look in it, but it's like an easy way. You want to stand out, so it's an easy way to be like, oh my gosh, that girl was wearing a Lily Pulitzer dress. Like, how could I possibly forget that? Or like, she was literally wearing neon pink. Hi, I remember neon pink girl. Like, it's not a bad thing. It's just important. Like, if you're just wearing a black dress just like everybody else, that's not helping you. You know? Right. So you because just kind of got to, like, leverage. 
because names i'm sure are so hard for people to remember when they're going i had no idea on the other side i'm like how could it's not that hard to remember my name like hi hello (laughs) i was recruiting and i would sit there and it was like solving a math problem looking at them being like what is your name like i don't remember and then afterwards when you have to like put in information about them trying to remember their names is really hard so it's easier when you have noticeable clothing Mm -hmm. but good lighting honestly i've been seeing these things where they're like clip on ring lights to the top of your computer i would do it if i was going through recruitment so might want to think about that um and then you only have from your chest up to like show your personality like you can't wear cute shoes or cute outfit so like if you find earrings that you think like make you feel confident and they're like fun and fresh like do that fun hair scarf, fun hairstyles. Like, you have to make yourself – like, you have a lot less to work with. So you have to make yourself stand out from your chest up. Cute backgrounds. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about this. Like, dorm decor. Like, you need to have, like, your set in place. I don't know. All I these girls like, are probably now freaking they're gonna be, out. Like, they're like, it's a studio. It's a <laughs> I don't studio. know. Literally. But that would probably be my best tips for virtual recruitment uh, based on appearances. Right. Okay, yes. next, going into the different rounds, how you went through all the different rounds, your opinion on all the different rounds, and then a little advice for all of our virtual girls this year. Mm-hmm. So the different rounds are different at every school. Like some have more, some have less. On basic, there's three, philanthropy, sisterhood, pref. Like at some of the bigger schools, they'll have like open house at the beginning mm-hmm. where just like you see – like. It's just a little bit different everywhere. So I'll just speak on the three main ones, philanthropy, sisterhood, prep. For philanthropy, that's like your introduction to the sorority. I remember being really confused about this because I thought it was like your mission to like show how passionate you are about their philanthropy. That's just not true. Like it's, no, it's getting to know you and we talk about our philanthropy. It has, I remember walking into all these houses being like, oh my gosh, like, I know Make-A-Wish. I've done this with Make-A-Wish or Ronald McDonald House. I My cousin was the Ronald. And, like, trying to talk about philanthropy, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not like they don't care, but they're more interested in, like, getting to know, like, you as a person and seeing if you're a good fit for the sorority. Mm-hmm. Not proving that you know about their philanthropy. So don't do that. I right. did that. And I think that's why I got dropped from one of the houses because all I talked about was their philanthropy and they obviously couldn't have cared less, which is sad. But that's just the truth. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so with philanthropy, you like wear like the fun and fresh t-shirt, you know, like, you all look the same. So that's like when you really jazz it up with hair, makeup, jewelry, you know, show how funky you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in that, it's like super introductory. The best way to stand out philanthropy around is don't let the conversation be super average. And I know on my end as a recruiter and like what my chapter specifically does, we know the common questions. Where are you from? What's your major? How's dorm life? Are you adjusting to your classes? You've already talked about that five times with every other house. You don't want to talk about that anymore. So instead, maybe the questions could look like, oh my gosh, like, what are you looking for in your friendships now that you're in college? And like, what excites you the most about joining a sorority? And like, are you homesick? Like, how is that going? Like, asking more targeted questions where it's like more of like you as person. So for example, if your recruiter is a little bit of a not great conversationalist first off I'm sorry that might be a good indicator that that house isn't for you but if you want to turn the conversation you can kind of have control of it that's the point they just want you to talk Mm -hmm. you can start just talking about those things 
one of my favorite questions to ask girls, hey, is there anything that you wanted to talk about tonight that you didn't get to talk about? Because a lot of times these girls have these like humble brags that they like, for me, like I love to talk about travel and a lot of people didn't ask me about it in this one house, API. They did. And that like made me squeal because I was like, oh my gosh, they actually like care about something that I am interested in. Right. So try to make yourself stand out in your answers, but don't stress. Like, if you fumble over your words or you don't say the perfect thing, like, no one is sitting there with a scorecard. Like, mm, her vocabulary is not, like, wide enough for me. She, you know, didn't come up with her own questions. Like, you're going to be nervous and everyone's nervous, so it's not a big deal. Let's talk about sisterhood round. Sisterhood, now this round is, like, getting progressively deeper. What you want to talk about is, like, you need to get a little bit more vulnerable. And if that makes you uncomfortable... I'm really sorry. That's just kind of how this process works. Like, they expect you to, like, open up about your life after meeting these girls for, like, all of five minutes, if that. (laughs) So you kind of don't have time to warm up to the person. Like, Sisterhood Round, they want you to, like, they're going to jump into some hard-hitting questions, and they want to see how you answer them. So be prepared to be vulnerable. Be prepared to talk about some things that are emotional. I'm not saying you should get emotional. Most of the time, the emotional one is pref. Like, then it's like, oh, my God, everyone's crying. But for sisterhood, they're going to want to know, like, what do you, like, what makes you a good fit for your ADPI? What, like, personality traits are you looking for? How are you a leader? Like, tell me about what you do at your home life. What's your community like? Like, more, like, inspiring questions. Like, I don't know why this popped into my head, but think more, like, Miss America questions where, like, (laughs) you are, like, presenting yourself. That's a little bit more what it's like. But then you can also ask questions about their sisterhood and, like, get to know their relationships. They love talking about that. And then prep. Prep is the last round. This is where you're deciding between, like, two to three houses. This is, like, the more emotional. It's, like, your Y80 pie. The girls, I mean, it's not always Y80 pie. It's Y whatever sporty. But for <laughs> me, Y80 pie and, like, as a recruiter, I, like, share why I went 80 pie and, like, what 80 pie has done to impact my life. And it's more of, like, a – not, like, a convincing you to go, but it's more of, like, a – it's like you're, like, at a car sales place, and it's just, like, you're, like, fighting over you. Feel mm-hmm. flattered. Because at that point, both houses – I don't want to say both houses want you because sorority recruitment's hard. But in that moment, like, you've made it through all these rounds. They're very interested in you now all of these places. And you're kind of getting to, like, do this, like, dance of, like, finding – like, you're kind of getting to, like, pick. And I'm saying pick in air quotes because you don't actually get to pick. Like, there's still chances this doesn't go super well. Sorority recruitment's hard, guys. I'm just thinking about this and I'm, like, sweating for you all. Mm -hmm. It's just more of, like, a chance. Like, feel confident that you made it to a prep round. Right. And, like, be a little bit more confident in your conversations. Mm -hmm. And it's okay if you cry. I cried. (laughs) Don't feel embarrassed. A lot of girls do. Yeah, that's very normal. Okay, so next, that's all the fun part, going through all those different rounds. But a lot mm-hmm. of times you're going through these happy rounds and all these happy things, while at the same time you're kind of left with a sour taste in your mouth at times because you're having to go through choosing houses at the same time. You're having to drop certain houses. Certain houses are dropping you. And that's right. really what makes the whole experience so difficult and so emotional. Mm-hmm. So Taylor, just talk about your experience with that and giving a little more details on that. I actually had a really good recruitment experience and like by all means like I feel really blessed to have a really good recruitment experience um but a lot of my friends weren't as lucky if that makes sense and a lot of it kind of is luck like I think I don't know (laughs) it's hard because when you're going through recruitment you can't really do anything to make it go one way or the other like Mm -hmm. there's only so much you can do and like knowing from the back end like 
there's so much more that goes into it than what you think when we're picking girls. And I guess this idea of trust the process, you hear this all the time, just trust the process. It's true to an extent with Mm -hmm. trusting the process. It's that if a house drops you, you don't want to be in that house anyway because they obviously didn't value you. You know what I mean? So don't sit there and, like, be so bummed because, like, your dream house dropped you. Because if they did, that means, like, they're not good enough for you. Like, they didn't see your value. And, like, why would you want to commit four years to a chapter? Not even four years. You're literally committing, like, your life to being in a sisterhood that doesn't see you as, like, I don't know. Like, that's where I kind of found peace in it where I was just kind of, like, well, if they don't want me, I don't want them. Like, right. it needs to be a mutual thing. So mm-hmm. don't get your feelings too hurt about that because in the end, it's so much better for you. Now, when it comes to getting dropped by houses, everyone gets dropped by houses. People might lie and say that they didn't. XYZ is a little different when it's smaller schools because there's less houses to get dropped by. But in all in all, you're not going to get to literally pick the house that you want to be in. Like, you don't get to walk in the first night and be like, I want to be an 80 pie and the whole process you're like I'm an 80 pie and then you just get an 80 pie you know mm-hmm. that's just not how it works and that's just an expectation that you need to have is that you're probably gonna get dropped by a house and it's probably gonna hurt your feelings and that's okay because everyone's getting dropped by houses not everyone's recruitment experience is picture perfect mine wasn't I got dropped by a house going from philanthropy to sisterhood and I was just, like, butthurt about it. It wasn't even, like, a house I, like, loved. I was just, like, how dare they drop me? Like, no, not how dare they. Because imagine me getting that spot. I didn't even really like that house that much. And I would have taken the spot from a girl who really did. Right. It's all spots and it's all numbers. That's another thing. Like, it's not that maybe you don't have, like, value. It's just we can only take back a certain number of girls to the next round. Mm -hmm. So it's not – like, you could have been, like, the next person – when it comes to numbers, like the way it does all behind the scenes with ranking and voting and it's a science I'll never understand, but have some peace in the fact that some of it is just genuinely out of both sides control. So trust the process. I know that sometimes really crappy advice, but I have friends who literally got into their least favorite house, like the last house they wanted one out of six. This was number six. They were devastated. They cried. They wanted to drop. They were just like, Oh, I hate it. And now they're literally thriving. They're on leadership and their leadership in that house. Like it's been the biggest blessing for them. They found their best friends. Like everything is literally wonderful. Mm-hmm. And they would have been now they're like, I can't believe I even thought about dropping that house. Like right. this is literally my home. So mm-hmm. don't base these expectations on like the popular houses during recruitment because the house that you end up in a lot of times is the best house for you. Right. And it's all about what's best for you. It's all about what's best for you. And sometimes the girls on the other end know better than you. Because you're blinded by, like, the discomfort and scariness of Rush that you're not even really, like, looking for these key things. Like, for example, like, let's just say 80 Pie was, like, the hot house to be in. And then everyone just likes it. So you're like, of course I like it. Mm -hmm. But maybe you don't. And maybe you're, like, not really vibing with the girls you're talking with. But you're like, I have to. It's 80 pie. Right. Of course I love them. Of course they're going to stay in my top whatever every single round. Even though you may not even really like them or their personalities may not even be a good fit for you. You just think that's like what's right. Mm-hmm. No, you're going to end up in the house that you're supposed to be in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Another thing I want to talk about because I remember you telling me about this. This just came to my memory. 
where you went through recruitment and maybe you didn't get dropped by as many houses, but your friends did. And mm-hmm. that caused like a little weird tension between your friends. Yes. So just speak some advice to either girls who are almost like losing friendships that they made oh my gosh, over that yeah. or they're getting butt hurt at their friends because they got dropped from a house that they really wanted, but their friends got into it. Yeah, that's really tough. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's just like this is a case of being a like a good person. Like <laughs> for me, I know like I definitely had a better recruitment experience than the average person. And I had friendship people who literally like would come up to me and tell me I didn't deserve the houses I got into and like screw you. And like these are girls I've known for a week. And Which I'm just like terrible. I'm like, how you don't know anything about me. Like, what do you do? And I didn't choose this. And it's heartbreaking because you'd see girls who were so set on houses. And, like, me, for example, I wasn't really set on a house. And, like, I would get asked back to a house that they were like, oh, my gosh, I'm definitely going to the sorority. And I'm like, yeah, the sorority was nice. And I get asked back and they don't. And then these girls automatically, like, hate you for it. And here's advice to both sides. If you're the girl who gets into more houses than your friends – be gracious about it. Like, one, you're not entitled to it. No, you're not any better than those girls. This just happened by chance. Like, the, the, you don't have, like, special sauce that makes you get asked back to all these houses. So be gracious about it. And also don't brag about it. Keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. You might Don't talk about it. Like, no one cares. Like, being like, haha, I got asked back to – it's, like, my second round, and you can get asked back to, like, a max of 12 houses, and I got asked back to 12 out of 12, all 12 that I wanted, teehee. No, don't what is say that, that doing? because it's not helping anyone else. Be a good friend. Shut your mouth. You don't need help right now. Help your friends because they're upset. Mm-hmm. Number two, if you're the girl who's getting dropped by houses, I know for me, it made me feel like garbage Yeah. when my friend said that to me. And instantly I felt guilty, which made my recruitment experience worse because mm-hmm. I was just like, I felt guilty going in back to houses knowing that my friends weren't getting asked back to them and I was like I like couldn't even be happy for myself having a good experience which is also sad right like this was an experience I was really excited for and there was parts of it that were like utterly ruined because everyone around me was miserable mm-hmm. so everyone it's not good for everybody but like don't take it out on anyone blame the sororities it's their fault it's not the PNM's fault, okay? Right. Like, you want to beef with someone? Beef with the girls who recruited you. Like, mm-hmm. don't take it out on the people who – don't – okay, beef with Karen that you recruited that said that you had nice eyes and you're like, we're going to be best friends because she probably just gave you low scores. It's not your roommate's <laughs> fault. Just because your roommate got into a sorority, it's not her fault. Right. Karen just lied to you. <laughs> like, that's Karen. just what it is. Karen just lied to you. <laughs> Like, she told you you were super cute and, like, bid promised and then dropped you. Like, uh, that's her fault. Mm-hmm. Not your friends. your friends. Yeah. Okay. So, last thing, just kind of tying it all together, just how – what would you say, like, overall advice, like, how you find the right house for you? When you're looking for a house that's best for you, and this is super – is going to be super important through virtual recruitment. And one thing I will say about virtual recruitment is honestly – I'm glad that it's virtual this year because the alternative to try and do it in person, at least at Stanford, was that, like, philanthropy round, you would talk to one person for 25 minutes. You can't get a vibe of a sorority based off one member and just mm-hmm. talking to them for that long. Like, 
I can talk to a brick wall. So, like, yes, I could talk to a PNM for that long. But a lot of people can't, and that makes them very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That would have been horrible. So, I'm grateful that we're doing it over Zoom because you'll actually get to have a feel for a bunch of different girls. Right. When you're looking for the house that's best for you and you're deciding, look at the older girls that you talk to and you just want to say, in these next four years, when I'm graduating from this university, what kind of a woman do I want to be like? Because that's who the seniors are. Mm-hmm. So when you're being rushed by a junior or senior, you're like, okay, this sorority has kind of shaped who this person is. Like, take that with a grain of salt. And if you're seeing these girls that are just like, for example, super sh- like seniors who are super shallow and have no ambition, you're just like, well, this is the kind of girl that this sorority has recruited. Or you're right. seeing these boss ladies who are talking about mentoring you and they like are like super sweet angels you're like oh my gosh I want to be like that Mm -hmm. so that was my biggest advice that I got and I always share that advice because it's so true Mm -hmm. like I can see how much I've changed as a freshman and there is a big part to 80 pie because it's not just like all of a sudden I have letters and now I'm like more mature it's (laughs) no they're recruiting the same types of girls and the older girls that have gotten to mentor me and like the standards that my chapter has like shapes your college experience right and it's also just based on like kind of how you click with girls but don't take that too literally because I remember there was a house where I was obsessed with this one girl in the chapter really that was it and I almost didn't go 80 pie because I was so obsessed with this one girl I was like we're meant to be best friends and that was not a good indicator of the chapter did I click better with her than I clicked with all the girls who rushed me in 80 pie yes I was obsessed with this girl but that one girl is not indicative of my experience in a whole chapter. Yeah. But then with 80 Pi, overall, I'm still clicking with girls. Mm-hmm. And I got the overall picture of what my life would be like there. And I liked that better. Right. So Just don't get smarter. so hung up on, like, one relationship that you have. Mm-hmm. Just, like, look at more of a holistic view. Right. All right. That was so great. That was such a great overview of I feel like recruitment. that was like a lightning round of recruitment even though it's like literally been 30 minutes like I feel like I was just like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but um, also I don't know the rules with recruitment this year like I said I don't really know anything I'll speak on Sanford's behalf like I know this year they're being a lot looser about rules about you talking to girls outside of recruitment I think <laughs> this might not be true but if you can go up and talk to a girl in between classes because she has a shirt on and her letters do it if you want to dm a girl on instagram do it i don't know if you're allowed to do it but the last i heard you were mm-hmm. so just do it and then I've ask for forgiveness too. ask I've for forgiveness so what they i don't remember, respond to you if listen, it's not allowed listen here's some hot tea i was a sophomore last year and we all wear like our shirt like letters and I ended up being in a freshman class because I just wanted a, this random gen ed that I had to get and I like got like literally every girl in that class was like big eyes whenever I walked in on the first day and I this one little peanut of a girl came up to me maybe a couple days later like once recruitment was about to start and literally came up to me and we were talking about we were not to talk but we were talking about, like, class stuff, which you are allowed to talk about. I was like, oh, just this reading. And she goes, oh, yeah, by the way, points to my shirt and goes, I'm going 80 pie. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm not allowed to talk to P- P&Ms, and you're talking to me about 80 pie. And I just sit there, and I was like, hee, hee, uh, uh-huh. we can't talk about that. But I remembered that, and she's 80 pie, because I was like, that was really ballsy of you, and I like you, and that was something I would do. So, And I gave her good scores. I prepped her because I was like, you're pretty cute. Is that foolproof? No. Could that get you blacklisted out of the sorority? Maybe. 
I don't know. This isn't great advice, but I'm just saying, like, maybe shoot your shot this year. I don't know. That's it. <laughs> With virtual recruitment, why not? Yeah. Like, what do you like? What do you expect? It's all just gray area. <laughs> yeah. Best of luck, y'all, if you're going through it virtually. It's going to be a new yeah. experience. It's going to be a new experience for everyone, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, you are not alone. Like, these girls who are rushing you, like, they have no idea what they're doing either. Like, we're just going to, like, peace out in Zoom, like, chilling. We'll be in our sweatpants, too, so we'll be happier. Right. So, it's going to be good either way. You'll end up where you're supposed to end up. Once again, we'll talk more about this in Kenzie's episode. But sororities are not the end-all be-all. If you don't end up in a sorority or a rush doesn't go the way you want it, your college experience is not over. You're just fine. Yes. And if you want to hear more about that, tune in later this week. Yes. (laughs) Tune in to my sorority episode. Yes. Well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. You know what to do. Go down below. Leave us a review. We're trying to get 100 reviews. You know what to do. Yep. Kens, want to plug our socials? Yep. So on Instagram, we are at She's Going Places Podcast, and all of our other links to all of our other socials are there as well. Perfect. We love you guys. Bye. Have a great week. Peace out.